I'm a giant when I stand. Ballin' like the Jets, startin' Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, fill a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah What is up, everyone? We have a somber edition of Weekly Scorecard with the Yankees, but we also have to look forward to what's going on around the league and digress with everything that isn't Yankees-related because there's a lot of other stuff going on. But we haven't talked since the Yankees went down. Of course, I'm here with my bro, Bobby Thompson. Brother, what is up? And um, I guess we'll do our final Yankees thoughts. We'll do a little off-season preview. We'll go around the league with the series quickly and then we'll be on our way like always. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's what we're going to do. That's where we're at right now. So a lot of stuff to get to, so let's get to it. All right, so Yankees, final thoughts. I mean, it was a pathetic showing. We've talked about it a lot off the air, obviously. We haven't recorded stuff. We'll try to keep this as clean as possible, but things are going to get crazy because we're both very aggravated, and that was a gut-wrenching, embarrassing, gutless performance by the Yankees last week, which is now basically a week ago. And not a fun week ago. And it's been a about hell... a week ago. <laughs> and it's been a hell of a week for the Yankees. And a lot of questions are being asked. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I'll tell you this. Didn't I say this? Didn't I say last week? I said the Yankees off air. I said to you, the Yankees were arrogant, chose the Red Sox, thinking that after they swept them, that they were going to go into Fenway Park and just knock the door off of the place and send the Red Sox packing. And I said, that scares me. That team scares me. You get them angry, they play really good. And look what happened. Garrett Cole's command wasn't there. It just wasn't a good outing. And the Red Sox started off. Xander Bogarts, when was the last time we talked about Xander Bogarts? I feel like he's been kind of the forgotten man in the Red Sox rotate, uh, Excuse me, lineup. And look at what he did. He starts off with that, that bomb, that two-run bomb in the series. That was huge. And then it just was over from there. From that two-run shot, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at I looking at Brittany. She looks at me. She goes, "What?" And I said, "I th- I this is not good because I knew what was going to happen, and it really uh, I'll tell you the Yankees looked like garbage. They did. They they really did on on that one yeah. game playoff. It really did. There there was no fight. And listen, every I I know every, Garrett Cole. He got it was left the game early. You see the camera was on him, and he said, "I'm out." I see that, but. Listen, there was nothing else he could have done at that point. Nothing. There was not, and it was. It's over. The Yankees. I'm just. I'm really disappointed in the effort. I, I like. I'll give you this. Another thing is. Um. Here, here's a play for you. How about this? Okay. Why do you send Aaron Judge when it was hit off the wall? That that's that's just stupidity at its finest, right there. When literally in Fe- listen in Fenway. If you're getting if the if it hits off the monster and the outfielder gets it, I'm telling you, I'm still gonna think twice about running home. I don't care how fast I am because in Fenway, you never know. It could take a weird bounce, which it like did. Oh, yesterday, the thing with Hunter Renfro, which we'll get to later, um, the bounce into the stands where the Rays get screwed and the Kiermaier hit. Fenway Park is so quirky, like you said. And um, I knew it was a bad send. 
At first, I thought he was going to be safe by a lot because I'm like, oh, they're going to send him. He'll be in there. I thought he was going to beat the throw. But then I saw it all coming down. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, to your point, I don't care how fast you are. Aaron Judge is not the fastest guy in the league. If we had um, Trey Turner at first, maybe he scores, for an example. But when the ball gets hit off the monster at Fedway, it's almost impossible to score from first base. I don't care where the monster hits. It's almost mm-hmm. impossible to get from first to home when the ball hits off the wall at Fenway. And and the thing is too, and that was a good uh, example of Trey Turner with his speed. Absolutely, I think I would listen. If it was him, I would understand why you sent him. I get it. Aaron Judge, listen, he's not his speed is not off the charts. I get it. He's not known for his speed, but that 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 call to send him was honestly the Yankees. You keep him on on the on base at third. You got him and John Carlo on the, in scoring position, and you could have got a rally. Then what happened? Then there's an out. Now you got to worry about that. It was just yeah. bad coaching, bad managing, bad decision making, and that leads off leads to with me with that series. I think we could all agree on this. Alex Cora and I'm sorry, and any Yankee. I'm a Yankees fan. You know this. Love the team, but I'm a realist. Alex Cora is a hundred times better manager than and than Aaron Boone. I'm sorry, he yeah. is. Yeah, He's I just, know. It, it's Aaron Boone. Is I'm telling you that the decisions this guy makes all year, the past few years, and the st- all he's done is just I, I can't. I I'm telling you, it's just I I can't fathom, cannot fathom the decisions that were going were made in his ten in his short tenure with the Yankees. Uh. I just and and honestly, if this series this to go to the playoffs isn't an indication that he should be fired, then I don't well. His contract is up to re to re up his contract. Then I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, look, there's so many things we're gonna get into here. It's such a disappointing year. I feel like we didn't even make the playoffs. That's not going to the playoffs. The wild card game. Like I was talking to someone, and they said they get the wild card. They get the playoff shirts every year. I'm like, are we even gonna get it this year? They're like, no, because we didn't even go. I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you. Like, the shirts look cool, but it's one game. Like you said, the fact the Yankees chose the Red Sox. They came out. I don't know how this got leaked, but. If the scenario came where teams were tied, the Yankees would have chosen to go to Fenway Park. You don't want that information out there. Obviously, the Red Sox didn't like that. Then they end up mm-hmm. going to Fenway. But um, that's not why they lost by any means, but they just played like no, shit. No, 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 no. Was no, Garrett no, no, no. Cole? That's not why they lost at all. No, no, that's not at all. They lost because they got outplayed yeah. and because the Red, so- the Red Sox got when the Yankees swept them. In my head, I'm like, if the Red Sox somehow, if we have to play them one more time, we're screwed. I'm sorry. it was That's the way it was. Yeah, it's not like we were just going to roll up there and do what we thought. I mean, I think Garrett was injured. There's some numbers that suggest, like, ever since the hamstring injury, a lot of stuff's looked bad for him. I think he tried to gut it out. Uh, he looked terrible. I've never seen him look so poor. He had no command. He had no presence. Even the Buster only was saying he didn't, he didn't look physically right out there, which is something you know here. The Red Sox fans were heckling with the stupid Hermit the Frog thing. I mean, kind of funny, honestly. And we know what happens at Fenway. Those fans are ferocious. It's rough. It's a good environment. But, like, they're on top of you at Fenway. The fans can get in your head at Fenway. They affect games. It's an atmosphere out there. Yankees went in there and swept despite all that the last time. But it wasn't to be, you know. The Red Sox team wanted more. Then someone came at me. They're like, why would you say that? Like, that's a stupid thing to say. I'm like, well, it's true. Did you, watch, did you happen to watch the game? They're like, that's not why we lost. I'm like, it's part of it. Uh, the Yankees didn't execute anything at all the one inning they could have made a comeback and i thought that was our inning i thought that alex cora pulled a kevin cash by pulling the ball the early i really did and then it almost worked 
But then Nevin ruins it by sending the guy. That ruins everything. Because then you had Gallo get out and then Torres. But people were saying something stupid, like that they thought they sent him because they didn't trust Gallo. But, like, if you don't trust Gallo, he shouldn't be hitting four. But I don't think that anything to do with it. Gallo was brutal this year. I know we loved him. I have to eat some crow because I wanted that trade badly, and it was terrible this year. I don't care what people say about average. You can't hit 160. I'm sorry. You can't do that and strike out as many times as you did. He's got to be a lot better, but uh, just an absolute mess and embarrassment. We'll get to people I would fire because there's a list of them, but uh, I'm not happy still. It just uh, We took some time to reflect instead of going right over it, but we've talked in streams about it a little bit, but it's just uh, – it's a mess. Yeah, uh, it, it is a mess. And look, look where the Yankees are now. Listen, this season, by, by any means, I think we could all agree on this. The Yankees season, the beginning, we all thought that they wouldn't even be in a position to even make the playoffs. They got to the one game playoff and they lost. And that's what happens. There's a lot of ho- on this team. There's still a lot of holes. There are. There's just, <clears throat> you know, Garrett Cole can't do it by himself. The lineup is, you know what? I feel like the lineup got a bit balanced. Yeah, listen, uh, Joey Gallo batted 199 this season. Yeah, he's a power hitter. I get it. He doesn't bat for average. I, and we're, we're not worrying about the average. And he and listen, the strikeouts are a problem. But I, I will say, since he did have some big moments, I think, in my opinion, Anthony Rizzo was a huge godsend. I don't think the Yankees win as many games as they do this year after they traded for him if they didn't get him. I, I think that Anthony Rizzo was a tremendous piece. Love what I saw. Um, the pitching rotation, it's it's Garrett Cole and Montgomery. Those are the two guys who you can count on. Those are it. That's it. And that's why the Yankees are where they are right now. They're not playing. And now we have to watch the Red Sox one game away from going to the ALCS. Who the hell would have ever thought in the beginning of the year the Red Sox would be in the ALCS? You, there's nobody in their right mind who would have thought this, and especially me. And and I know you as well, because this team we all thought was going to be really bad. We saw what they were last year. Look at them now. They're, they are in, they are one game away from the ALCS and topping the Tampa Bay Rays. Who the hell would have thought that? Yeah, bro, it's just that's the other thing too. I'm happy you brought up expectations because – before the season started, we were division champs. Everyone had us in there, World Series favorites, AL, whatever. But then as the season goes along, you think we're not going to make it. Then we make it. But here's the thing I said, too. We got to stop playing for the wild card. The regular season urgency was garbage. Andrew Heaney gets CFA in the last game of the season. Heaney shouldn't have even lasted in a month. He was terrible. He was costing the team games. You're not promoting the right guys. You send down Luis Hill after he shuts out, gets two shutout starts. You send him back down to have like Heaney and like other fillers that People shouldn't be playing like way too much Brett Gardner this year because of the injuries. Um, just an embarrassment. This was an absolute failure this season. I don't care what anyone says, even if Pal and Brian tried to sugarcoat it. I don't want to hear it. I really don't. This was an embarrassment. Anthony Rizzo was a great pickup. Question we'll get to that later if he gets resigned or not. I'm definitely on the fence to see what's gonna happen with that. People that think Gower going anywhere need to reevaluate things because I put out arbitration numbers today. Um, yes, I, I, saw. I saw from somewhere and um, people were like, oh, get, you can get rid of Gallo. Well, that's not going to happen because they traded four prospects for him. He's not going anywhere. Um, Gary Sanchez is more of a question mark and a couple other people, but I'm just so disappointed with what we experienced this whole season, going to all these games, all these highs and lows, 
But you know what? Honestly, once the, here for me, that game, I was upset with the Bogart situation. It gave me a bad feeling, but that's not when I thought it was over. When Kyle Schwarber hit the homer off Cole in the third inning, that's when I knew it was over. I threw my hat in disgust on the floor. I screamed out some expletives because um, it was 3 nothing. Because Cole had recovered the previous inning. He struck out the side. I'm like, okay, maybe he'll recapture it. But then once he gives up the homer to Schwarber, he walks two guys. I'm like, wow, this guy's cooked right now. We're done. Because when Garrett Cole's cooked, you're done. You don't recover from that. Because you had to use all the guys early in the bullpen, and that's what caused all the extra attack on runs. Because you had to extend them for too long and put them in the situations they weren't ready for in certain innings. I mean, Clay Holmes in the third inning, no one had that. To your point, the Red Sox deserve a ton of credit. They exceeded our expectations. We both thought they'd be a third or fourth place team. We didn't have them sniffing the playoffs, so I was dead wrong about that. Um, and now they're on the verge of going to the ALCS, which we'll get to later. But so many failed expectations. The hitting was absolute trash this year. 19th in the league with runs is unacceptable for us. And I'll just say right now, Marcus Thames, Aaron Boone, Reggie Wiltz, Phil Nevin, all get out. That's what I would do. But bad news is I don't think Boone's going anywhere, but I think the other three could very well be in jeopardy. First of all, I think the Yankees, if they bring back Aaron Boone, I'm not going to be very thrilled. I think the guy is inept. I'm sorry. I think he's a quintessential yes man. You guys ever see the movie with Jim Carrey called Yes Man? You're not they wrong. should change. They should, I, I know I'm not wrong. I'm right. I know I'm right. I know. And listen, he's. you watch the movie Yes Man, and instead of Jim Carrey, it's Aaron Boone. That's what it is. Says yes, yes, yes to everything. He has no backbone. And listen, you want me to say it? I'm going to say it. And I don't care what anybody says. Come at me when I say this. The only reason Aaron Boone is the manager of the Yankees and got the job is because he hit that walk-off to send him to the World Series. There's no way you could tell me that he didn't. There, what other evidence... Is there that Aaron Boone was qualified enough to be a manager of the New York Yankees? There's none. 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 <laughs> no, brother. I agree. Like it was all the analytic stuff. Um, they wanted him out of the booth and all that. Like they wanted a yes man, like you said, because Girardi's a fine cashman. He didn't like that too much. So if they fire Aaron Boone, like, I don't think you're going to get a much different type of manager, even if they were to do it. But I don't mm -hmm. think he's going to get fired. It doesn't seem like I feel like it would have happened by now. Um, I think he's – I heard something. He'll make it a two-year deal. We'll see how true that is um, with an opt-out or something, and he could be done after next year if it doesn't go well. But I'm disgusted. I wouldn't bring him back either. We've talked about how this team has gone backwards since he's came on board. The furthest we got was one game less than we did with Girardi. We've lost to our biggest rivals, too. Red Sox twice. Tampa Bay once and Houston once. Like, what are we doing here? These teams are embarrassing us year after year. We're getting outclassed by teams we should be dominating, and we're not doing it anymore. It's just it's just um, the Yankee way is lost, brother. It's really sad. It really is sad. Like, there's way too much complacency in the organization. Yeah, it's and listen, it's never good to have to be complacent in uh, sports on on a team. You always got there's always room for an improvement, and with this team, it's just there's just no improvement. There just really isn't. It's just you know, it's just not. There's there's no room for improvement. There, well, I mean, yeah, that's why. See, the Yankees give me all out of sorts. That's what it is. I'm just really disappointed with the with the direction. Uh, I really. I really am. I really think that the Yankees, in a way, could have been 
a lot better. Listen, I understand in the beginning, the COVID situation was still a problem. The injury bug is still a problem, but you got to put, so you got to balance that lineup somehow and not bring back guys like Brett Gardner paying them that much money when you could be paying somebody else. That's yeah, like, that's just, that's just my opinion. Like look at Jock Peterson, for example, the dude has ice in his veins. He comes off the bench. He gets two pinch hit homers. Imagine that guy in Yankee stadium instead of Brett Gardner, for instance, even though Jock's on the center fielder, but so many other guys. Why don't we get Kyle Schwarber? You know, like there's so many guys you can look at. I know these aren't center fielders, but at the same time, you had a poor plan because Aaron Hicks is made of glass. So Brett Gardner was always going to end up playing. And as much as we want to support Clint Frazier, what he's going through is absolutely crazy. He also tweeted something about how he wants to shed light in this situation with the injury and what's been real and not real. Someone actually met him and told me some stuff too, but we both knew that Quinn Frazier was shaky. We were never 100% sold. He was actually going to fully be the starting left fielder. We got to be honest about that. Yeah, no, I think we could agree on that. I, I will tell you this, man. Uh, the Yankees center fielder issue because of Aaron Hicks. So, uh, first off, in my opinion, that, that guy, you want to talk about unicorns? That guy's a unicorn. Where the hell has that guy been? Because of his wrist injury. I get that. But, you know, Something, something's got to give, and the Yankees need to figure something out. And this year, I don't care about the luxury tax. Throw that crap out the window and go spend. I don't care. You get, you need to do it. I'm sorry. You, if you want to be teams like the Astros, teams like the Rays, teams like the Red Sox, go out and spend the money. When you, yeah. it, it, it's and listen, the Yankees have kids that they could call up soon that could really uh that too. Do, but they need to spend some money. They and listen, you know, bringing back Judge on arbitration, huge. That's I'm not worried about that. They still It'll be have an Stan extension Stan. too, maybe. Yeah, uh, watch McCall ended on a high note. John Carlos Stan ended the season on a high note. I loved what I saw, mm. but he's. You want to talk about complacency? Talk about John Carlos Stan because you know when he's bad, he's bad. But when he's good, there, there's no stopping him. That's just how dominant the guy is. So, you know, you gotta. Figure it out. And Brian Cashman this year, he's going to have a, his plate fall during free yeah. agency. I'll tell you, he's going to really have to sit back and and, and I'm going to go back to this. The Steinbrenner family has to, after this season, sit down and, and really, you know what? I think they should go to like a, like a, what's it called? A medium reader who, who talks to the dead and see if they could talk to their dad and see if that give them some advice around really how to run a team. <sighs> Poor because, George. Yeah, because this is, because if George Steinbrenner was alive, Aaron Boone wouldn't be Aaron Boone would not uh be the manager anymore. And I think we could agree the Yankees would have gotten a lot of big free agents already. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing with free agency and money. I mean, we got a lot of big discussions coming on our plate. Um, but I'm I agree with everything you said with that. I don't even think Aaron Boone gets tired if George is alive. We're gonna be honest about that. But that's a whole other discussion. But anyway. Here's the thing. The Yankees and the arbitration numbers I showed you, that's a lot of money on that sheet of paper. And I'm going to tell you right now, all those players are not coming back most likely because the Yankees aren't going to want to pay all those contracts and they're going to have to go over the luxury tax, brother. I think that's why they reset it this year. As painful as it is, they always do this seesaw. They don't want to be – we've, we've talked about this so many times. They don't want to be over it two years in a row. They always go back and forth because the penalties – are less if they go back and forth instead of always being over it. Like the Dodgers get taxed heavily every single year, which I wouldn't care about. Most people shouldn't care about, but Hal cares about it, obviously. Yeah, 
He does. It's excuse me. First off, money should never be a problem for the Steinbrenners. They got billions of dollars. When George Steinbrenner was alive, money was not an issue on anything. It was all about wins. He didn't care. If Brian Cashman knocked on George Steinbrenner's door and said, look, we could sign, I'll give you an example. We could sign, if he was still alive, listen, we could sign somebody like, go out and get, well, all right, you know what? Real talk. How about this? A few years ago with Manny Machado, we need Manny Machado. We need this much, this much. I don't care what it takes. Bring the guy here. That's what he would have said. I think he would have said, here, here's my checkbook. Keep it blank. Keep it under a bill. That's what he would have said. Yeah. The only thing about, I would say Bryce Harper is a better example because Manchado has some question marks if he and by the Yankee way, like the hustling and all that shit that people brought up. Bryce Harper was supposed to be the Yankee. He was supposed to be in right fields. I mean, him and Stan technically could have played together if we want to be literal about it. I mean, he could have tried judging center or something if you wanted to get crazy, but um, I think Harper still would have been a better fit despite how good Stan was this year. Stan was fantastic. He deserves a ton of credit. He's really yeah, uh, off season. Yeah, they'll go over the luxury tax. They got a lot of work to do. It's not going to be easy. They got a lot of work to do. Brian Cashman's going to be spending a lot of uh, sleepless nights at the office trying to figure this out. As he should be. I mean, he's made a mess. He's got to fix it. And here's how you fix it. I'll give you the first solution. The coaches I recommended to be fired. I'd love to see that happen, but I don't know if that's actually happening. Um, well, at least not Boone. That's not going to most likely. Um, so. If you're going to, you got to fix, someone made a great point on Twitter today. I don't know if you happen to catch this, but you know, I have no idea what what happened. No, I didn't. Enlighten me. No, no, it's a thing. Um, I'm not sure. It's like the defense up the middle for the Yankees is so putrid. That's why they, that's a big part of the reason why they struggle. You look at the three biggest holes in the Yankees offense, catcher, shortstop, and center field. You can't win like that. No, no, you can't. And, Listen, there's there's a game plan against the Yankees. Head up, yeah, you're right. Head up the middle. They're gonna have to figure that out. They got a lot of fig- things to figure out, especially the shortstop position. What are they gonna do? That's you gotta make one. a decision. Yeah, you gotta figure out what you're gonna do. In my opinion, uh, listen, I don't know how anybody feels. I know it's unrealistic, but if the Yankees have a chance to, and I listen, it kills me to say this because I hate the guy, but he's a great player and he could help us. If the Yankees have <laughs> okay, a chance to go, go get go get Correa, do it. Oh, there we go. The Correa Seager debate. Let's go. <laughs> That's the biggest debate on Twitter right now. And honestly, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to gas your side too, but I am Team Seager still. But I am not against adding Carlos Correa. I just don't think he ultimately signs with the Yankees. And I think they want Seager more. But go ahead. Tell us the Correa case. I mean... I think his resume speaks for itself. The guy's a consistent hitter. I think, yeah, I think we could agree the guy's a freaking cheater. Yeah, he is. But uh, I think if he came over to the team, he could really help us with the defense up the middle. His defense is is tremendous. I really think that his bat is pretty good, too, and you could put him anywhere in the lineup. But I th- we need a consistent guy making plays at shortstop, not only at the plate, but in the field. And we, and that's something we haven't had since D.D. Gregorius. And I, I don't listen. I'm OK with either or you want to bring over Corey Seager. Hell yeah, I'm all for it. But if we bring over Correa, that's something special. But to me, if the Yankees have an opportunity 
with Carlos Correa, and I know it won't be it won't be cheap. No, have an opportunity. <laughs> have an opportunity to make it happen and make this trade. And excuse me, to sign him, I think they have to do it. I think it's warranted. I think that will really help. But the Yankees need to do something. They got a lot of holes to fill, and shortstop is one of them. They have to get one of those two guys. I feel. Bro, I 100% agree. And I actually don't go against Correa because of the, any of the other stuff. People are like, oh, he's a cheater. Always oh, this and that. Oh, we can't. How can we root for him? Well, the Yankees can't be on the moral high ground because they employed Domingo Herman and Aroldis Chapman. So that's one thing there. And Correa also, I mean, yeah, he cheated, all that, whatever. But a lot of other guys did it too with the Astros. No one's complaining about the Blue Jays and George Springer. I don't see Blue Jay fans too upset about that, except the fact he was injured. So these guys aren't going to stay in Houston forever. They're going to change teams. Um, Houston at first said they were out on Correa. Correa said he was done with them. Jim Crane has since said the Astros will be in the bidding, but the number gets out of their comfort level. They won't sign him. I'm going to tell you right now, he's gone. I'm 100% convinced he won't be an Astro anymore. The Yankees are going to have the discussion of him. Um, they will definitely at least bring it up. But – I think he's going to end up going to the Tigers. I really do. Because that A.J. Hinge connection, the Tigers are looking to make a splash. Apparently, they want to spend money. And that will be a great way to accelerate their rebuilds. Yeah. I mean, it's this offseason, it's going to be really, really fun to see what uh, what happens with if Brian Cashman, you know, really goes all out and really brings somebody in here that we desperately need. And yeah, I think this free agency, there's still, it's an okay class, but if you need a shortstop, I think the top two guys with Seager and, and Correa, it's going to be something, but yeah, I think the Yankees definitely do. I think, how could you not bring up uh, the conversation of Correa that you could bring him over here? And I, I, I will agree to, I think that, you know, he might not want to come over here, but if the Yankees throw him a big fat check, I think that he'll reconsider. Cause I think we could all agree. No one ever thought Johnny Damon would ever come over to the Yankees. Yeah, that's a true point. Someone actually brought Damon up when, we were, when they were talking about that thing too. So that that's good. Um, I don't think that I don't think Correa will be against the Yankees. Actually, I really don't. But would the Yankees offer him a substantial enough money to come here? And that's a discussion I think will Detroit top it. Who else will be in the bidding? You know, Philly's going to be aggressive. They're not committed to Didi as their shortstop. Speaking of shortstops, because he's been on a steady decline, so he would not be an answer either anymore. Correa is a much better defender than Corey Seager. He's leaps and bounds better on defense. I mean, you could argue Seager has the better bat in some situations, but um, I would say Seager's probably not as good as Correa overall, but um, they both have injury concerns. They both missed a few games with injuries a couple times, but I just think that the Seager to the Yankees seems to be more of a thing. The connection's stronger, I think. The lefties at the stadium is perfect. It adds more lineup balance. Anthony Rizzo is not a slam dunk to return by any means. Um, so I think Seager will be well nice. Um, Flavor Torres, I think, is going to be the full-time second baseman next year. Gio Urshela could be in danger depending on what they want to do because DJ is going to have to play first or third. It's just a question of which one. Yeah, it's – I mean, it's, it's insane that, you know – but I think we could agree, yeah, Glaber at second base, that's his natural position. That's where he's comfortable. That's where he needs to be. Uh, adding DJ LeMayhew, where he could be so versatile that you could put him either at first or third, I think that's a godsend for us. But 
we're gonna if we don't bring back uh, Gio Urshela, like he loses his spot, like that. I mean, he was really good for us, but then he, uh, it wasn't as consistent. So it, it's gonna be really, really something to see what the Yankees decide to do with that infield. It really is. But I will say, yes, what's his name's not a Anthony Rizzo's not a slam dunk to return, and I think that's insane. I think he really played really good this year. I think. He uh, uh, deserves to come back for at least one more year. I mean, in pinstripes, I mean, he's a one, uh, couple-month rental. It's like kind of a – I feel like it's a waste now. Yeah, you know, that's a great point because we didn't get anywhere. Like, people were like, he made all these trades to get us one playoff game, and he gave up some prospects in the process, and he had to give up better prospects because he wasn't willing to take on the contract because the luxury tax mandates to make things worse. So congrats, you got under the tax. You didn't even win a playoff game. So, yeah, there's that. Either one would be great for us. Trevor Story, I think it's worst-case scenario, honestly, because the Yankees are attached to Trevor Story as well. He's a distant third. Javi Baez, I don't see coming to the Yankees. I don't know if the Mets re up with him, but I just don't see that one really. Um, I think we both agree that Aaron Higgs should not be our starting center fielder next year, and that's an area Agreed. that needs to be upgraded. Gary Sanchez has to go. Uh, we've both seen enough. There's not much more that needs to be said. He's just not getting it done. And people are going to say catchers are great. No, they're not. But we need someone that has more consistency on defense. We don't need a great offensive catcher. You could possibly between Tucker Barnhart with Higgy. That's going to be a popular discussion. Um, other than that, it's going to be tough to find a catcher. I mean, here's an idea that you've kicked around before, I think. How about you trade for Wilson Contreras and then maybe even Ian Happ from the Cubs? I mean, if you want to bring my boy Wilson Contreras over, hell, why not? I think he would be really big, good for the Yankees. I think he gives us a more consistent uh, presence behind the plate and at the plate as well. I'm done with Gary Sanchez, and it's really funny, you know, uh, And at this time last year when some certain people were saying things about Gary and they were getting all upset, and now, now I bet they're starting to think differently. So I think that um, – it's warranted. He needs to go. He's just not good anymore. He's washed. He's, I don't care what you say to me. The guy is just not, mo- I don't feel like he's motivated. I don't think, I just think his best is not good enough anymore. It's not, it's a, and it's a proven fact. It's just really, really bad. And we need, we need a lot better because what we could both agree. Hagee is not an everyday catcher. No, he's not. You got to platoon him with someone. And Tucker can hit the right. He's saying he can hit the lefties. Higgy's a serviceable backup. That's it. His deep, he can't throw anyone out, which is another problem. So that's the thing with that. And it's so crazy how similar these numbers are for Seager and Correa. Like, I'm just looking it over. Like, Seager's definitely has to be their offense, but Correa's defense is leaps and bounds better. Like, but honestly, like we said, either one would be great over here. I think it changes the mindset. Correa will be a villain, though. The Yankees need a villain. They need someone that people want to root against, and that's what he would be. So I wouldn't mind getting him. Seager, the Yankees have, ha- have had talks about. I know some people think they'll definitely make an aggressive run. The Dodgers, because they have Trey Turner now, they'll probably let him walk. So it's going to be a fun offseason to see what they do. So in center field, that brought up an idea that kind of got a lot of backlash about trading for Byron Buxton, who was very injury-prone, but I think he offers something to the Yankees don't have. That's speed and athleticism and defense. Yeah, I mean, we need something better than what we've been dealing with. I think that adding um, 
somebody. I mean, why not with Buxton? You know, why not give him a chance? I think he could be a really big asset to the team. I really do. I think the Yankees uh, need to exhaust all avenues to figure that position out. I really do. Nobody's injury prone, bro. He hasn't played 100 games always. But if he plays even 100, he's better than anything we have by a lot. He's like, especially in center field. Yeah, I know. I've been getting it a little bit, but whatever. I don't care. I think it's a good idea. You agree with me. So shortstop catchers, that all needs to be fixed. Center field, you fix those three spots. So if they move on from Rizzo, which I don't necessarily agree with either, if you want to trade for Matt Olson, if that's realistic, that's going to cost you a lot. You're going to have to give up Peraza or Volpe to get Olsen. I don't know if the Yankees want to do that. And probably more. Well, definitely more. What do you think about the Yankees pitching situation? Like, particularly, let's focus on the starting pitchers. I think we both agree the bullpen set. Yeah, it is. The bullpen set, I think they were just worn out at the end. I really do. They were used too much. I'm not worried about it at all. I think their bullpen is a strength. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, The starters, I think anybody who watches baseball knows that the Yankees pitching is – it's Garrett Cole or bust. I think that Jordan Montgomery has shown this season that he could be extremely uh, worthy enough to be a number two starter. He's really played very, very well for us. I agree. He's uh, other than other than that, you don't know what to do with Sevy because of the injury, and then you got to think of the Jabba Chamberlain situation. Like with that, that you don't want to ruin the guy. So you really got to address. You need three more starters. I, this is not good, and and. Talion is not it. I'm so, I, it sucks. I really, I really wanted so much for him because of everything he's been through. It's just not there at a consistent level. But I do think that the Yankees need to address that position with pitching. And I know in free agency, it's not really a, a, a great pitching class. No, it's but, not uh, at all. The Yankees are, Yankees are going to have to um, – they might have to give up uh, – some prospects to go get some more pitching. And yeah, if that's, if that's what it is, they have to, and they can't be spending money on Corey Kluber. Yeah. We all know he got the no hitter this year. The injury was a problem, but we need something better than that. Garrett Cole is sitting there and, and this is his second year out of his nine year deal. And he really, um, is pro in his head is saying, you know, I can't do this by myself. I need some help. And you know what? He really, really needs some help. He needs some more uh, help on that pitching rotation. The Yankees know that that's always been a Yankee problem ever since, even back in the day. Remember in 07 when the Yankees lineup was, was great. All it was, was the pitching. It's always been a pitching problem. The Yankees need yeah. to figure that out. They'll find some consistent arms. <laughs> The only thing is, I'll say, Garrett didn't help himself out in the last game, unfortunately. But more in terms of last year and like everything else, he needs a lot of help behind him. Montgomery's a solid three, maybe a two. He's right in that discussion now. He pitched great. He was the second-best pitcher on the team this year. Throw the wins out the window like we've discussed. We don't need to have that discussion again. The Yankees just refused to hit for him all year. Um, Severino shouldn't be the second starter. People are like, oh, he's going to be. I'm like, okay, maybe, but... You're not going to – he's going to be in an innings limit again next year. You're not getting 200 innings out of him next year. You're going to have to hope he doesn't get hurt again, obviously, because no one should be fully convinced that he's okay to go 100% because you never know what can happen with him. And he hasn't been yeah. stretched out still as a starter. He hasn't started the game since 2019 in the major leagues. That's what people need to realize. 
You're going to go on three years by the time he touches the ball next time. Like, you can't count on that to be your second starter. I don't know what everyone's thinking with that. Yeah, no, you can't. It's it's just a it's a problem, man. It really, really is. And they they, they got to figure it out. And it's not going to be easy. They got to figure it out. They got to do whatever it takes to pitch the pitching rotation. That's where great – when you look at good teams, they got a balanced lineup and they got good pitching. Not, I, I no, You don't have to have elite pitching. I mean, it would be great. I mean, it's – well, you can't always to a point. I mean, the pitching carried them. I mean, I need to see. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I just feel, feel like they need more, and I think everybody well, can agree with me on that. They do. Um, but I mean, a couple things is that yeah, Corey Cooper's not the answer. Like you said, that's not gonna. He's got. He's gonna go most likely. I don't see them bringing him back for any salary. I mean, someone else might try to gamble with him. I can see him walking away too, honestly, because he just can't fully stay healthy. The end of his season was all right, but still, um, Jamison Tyone. People are saying to get rid of him. I don't think that's gonna happen. He's only do like maybe what is it like four million? I think I saw on the sheet before. Um. So there's that. Montgomery was fantastic. He's going to be right up there. Nestor Cortez was a great story as well. Got to show Nasty Nestor some love. Yep. Okay. Yes, I we just, do. I just saw a tweet. The Yankees haven't announced what their intentions are with Aaron Boone. His contract expires after a World Series. Oh, that's why we're not hearing anything. They're going to wait that long? Jesus. He can be a free agent then. He could emerge as a candidate for the Padres. I, someone else told me that. I guess I should have believed that. Wow. I mean, San Diego can have him. Go ahead, please. Yeah, please go back. Go out there. Go to go to uh, Gas Lamp District, Aaron Boone. Trust me. You know you you made during the winter meetings while we were there. You would seem to be really happy over there. So you know what? You can stay there, please. <laughs> yeah, we can reunite out in San Diego and, and discuss better times than when you imagine our team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That in the ho- in the hotel lobby at the bar, that will definitely be a topic of conversation for sure. <laughs> Imagine, oh my god. It's actually speaking of that I saw something from like some weird thing from the Indians website that like the winter meetings are in San Diego this year, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> um, and they No, they, they no, could... no, no, no. Next year they are. I know that. I looked it up. Next oh, year. Oh, okay, that's what it is. That's cool. Um we can maybe make a return. That'd be awesome, but Freaking, um, they should take the it works well with Rothschild. They should try it again with Boone. Yeah, we'll Rob, see. Rothschild got caught midseason, of course, because like their pitching collapsed. But I'm okay. I mean, I'd love to see that happen. I still don't think that's actually going to happen, unfortunately. But, um, no. anyway, back to what we were discussing it was with Tyone. I was trying to look at the sheets of what I had filling up for the salary. Yeah, Jamison Tyone. Yeah, he gets like five million. He's gonna stay because they gave up a bunch for him too. But he's not. You can't count for him at the top of the rotation. He's like a fourth or fifth starter, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't worry about that. But yeah, it's it, like I said, they got to figure it out, man. They really, really do. They got to really, really. Gee, it's really crazy. It's it's unbelievable. I will tell you this. I could see Sanchez getting let go for $8 million, though. I don't see them wanting to pay that. But at the same time, they might try to trade him somehow. I heard the Marlins could be interested. I mean, that could be a fit because they need offense. Maybe they would take a flyer on him. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that happen um, for several reasons. 
The Marlins could also make a play for Buxton, like we talked about in the past. But yeah, so you ha- you'll have Tayo, Montgomery, Cortez, Sevi, and Cole. That could be your five next year, but we need more. And then Herman, I think I may have said Herman, but Hill could be in the mix too. But we'll see. It's going to be a tough free agent market. Yeah, it, it is going to be a tough free agent market. It's kind of dry in that aspect. So trade market is what's going to be. Yeah, maybe we could try Castillo again. That'd be great. Maybe Kyle Hendricks, something along those lines. Um, John Gray from the Rockies. Though I don't, they're the Rockies. They just decide to spend money now on CJ Crone and AJ Sansatella. So, um, that's something interesting. But we'll see what yeah. ends up happening with that. Yeah, we're gonna have to see what happens, man. It's gonna be something else. I'll tell you that. Now, one discussion I think that's worth having is the Aroldis Chapman discussion because I brought up the idea of trying to trade him and some people were like, no, they wouldn't do that. Would there be a market for him? I mean, he makes $17 million. Um, He has one year left in his deal. We're also stuck with Zach Britton, who's going to have Tommy John, so that's not a good situation. We owe him $14 million. People are saying if you attach a prospect to try to get rid of him, how do you get rid of Aaron Hicks if you want to move on from him, which they obviously should, but if he has to come back, I would shift him to a corner. Like, But he can't play a corner because the corners are full now. He'd have to be a bench guy, in my opinion. Brett Gardner, please get out enough, honestly. Like, And he said he wants to play more, with, and then they have a player option, the team option that gets a client. Like, that might be a fiasco, but they got to move on. He enough's enough. He did okay towards the end, but still, in the playoffs, he was 0 for 4. He's, he bats under 200 in the playoffs. We need someone to actually get it done. Yeah. Uh- Need something better than that, man. I really do. And with losing Britain to Tommy John, that's huge. It really is. Uh, but listen, I'm still a believer in a, a role this Chapman. I really am. I still, I, I know there is a lot of bad. There's been a lot of bad, but when he's on, he's on. And I'm definitely, I'm still on the role this Chapman train being our closer. Okay. Um, because if you want to go on the other side of the coin, um, you could promote a wise to the closer. You couldn't move some guys around for their roles. You could try to dump him and use the money elsewhere, which could be a viable option. I don't think Chapman's completely cooked, but he's also not what he used to be. That That's that's accurate. That That is, yeah, that's true. So, uh, I mean, I would still uh, still keep him on the team. I'd rather have him on the team if you – like, I think the Yankees have a luxurious problem on their hands. They they have guys who can close if Chapman can't do it at a consistent right. level. That's a good. Yeah, I mean, you could set him up and have Blue to turn the closer. Uh, Chad Green, would you bring him back at four million? I think probably, although he was pretty disappointing this year at times. Yeah, no, no, he. Uh, I would definitely bring him back. Why not? That four million? Why not? I think he has been disappointing, but when he's on, he's on, and I, I think, you know. I think, you know, the good outweighs the bad with him. I really do. Now, here's some interesting ones. Clint Frazier, Miguel Anduhar. Frazier has a whole thing going on that we need to do more about. Goodbye. Get rid of him. Both of them? Uh, Anduhar, I'm still very high on Anduhar, but where are you going to put him? I mean, it's it's just really hard. They, they, They should have traded those two a while ago. They messed up. I mean, if you could find a better use to four million, by all means, do it. Because I don't yeah, see of course, to getting not? it done. So, Jonathan Lewis, guy, Clay Holmes, making under three million combined is a steal. 
Luke is Licky. I know a lot of people have unreal hate for him, like unnecessary hate, in my opinion. He's made you know, over just a million. If they want to keep him, I think they should. Um, for also 1.7 is a no-brainer, obviously. But what are your thoughts on them? I mean, at, that, at those prices, I mean, why, why not? I think Licky was pretty good this year. At one point, he was one of our most consistent bullpen arms. So I think you should definitely bring him back, definitely, for sure. 100%, bro. Um, so what else do you think the Yankees need to fix? I mean, we kind of went a lot on them. We could end with playoff looks for other teams and stuff. I think I think we really you know, exhausted everything in terms of the uh, the Yankees. I really do. I think we've hit everything they need to do. I think finding a manager is the most important thing, too. That's going to be something else. But other than that, with every player they need to get, what they need to do, I think we've uh, exhausted everything we've said about I think we really did. There's one last thing. I think we're both on the same page, too. Luke Voigt. Uh, I hate to do it, but, you know, I don't think he's going to want to be a bench player, so I think he's as good as gone. Me, too, because I think even if they even if they don't resign Rizzo, that probably puts DJ at first base, or they're looking for a lefty first baseman. I think they saw the value in having a good lefty defensive first baseman. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be something else, but it's it's a shame. I liked Luke Voigt. We all did. He was last year he was our best player. But yeah, it just it, it's unfortunate. It, it didn't work out and yeah, we need something else than that. But yeah, he's as good as gone in my opinion. Oh, a hundred percent, bro. Check out our website, Grunt Talks MLB, for all our baseball and football content. YouTube channel Grunt Talk Sports. Website Grunt Talks MLB. YouTube channel, Grunt Talk Sports. Now back to the show. So let's go to Rays, Red Sox, I guess. The Rays are on the brink of elimination now. I know you've been te- you've been tweeting some re- stuff about the Red Sox a little bit. You've been saying the Cora magic and all that, the Fenway magic, the nooks and crannies. Whenever they get a bounce, that reminds me of the Tony Clark play so much. It's irritated me. They have what happened yesterday. I said as soon as I happened, the Red Sox are walking off. As soon as he was tells on third, I'm like, I know how this ends. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The Rays, Red Sox, I mean, look at how they've been. The Red Sox, really, they lost the first game, and they've really played really well the past two games, and they are they're they have a chance to move on to the ALCS. And the Rays are in trouble. They really are. It's it's crazy. It's crazy how fast things change like that. Like we were like, Tampa Bay dominated the first game. Then they hit the grand slam off Chris Sale. You're thinking they're going to roll. I'm like, oh, they're going to roll. They're going to get a sweep. Like, they got this one in the bag. Then all of a sudden, it's 14-6. to six. They give up a bunch of bombs. Kike Hernandez is on another planet right now. Guy's just hitting a cover off the ball. Home runs, doubles. He's not. You can't get the guy out. And he's gonna, he's a big problem right now. And... The, now the both bullpens got emptied out yesterday. Nick Pavetta has been a stud for the Red Sox. He's been saving them you know, two times in the series already. And and Hoik's done a good job as well. Um, do you think the Rays could come back and the Red Sox finish the deal? Uh, the Red Sox got momentum, but you never could count out the Rays. They play really good in the postseason, but I think the momentum's all with the Red Sox. And I hate to say it, I think they move on. Do you think they close it out tonight or we get a game five down by you? I think they get. I think they close it out tonight. Oh man, I can't do it, bro. I gotta go for Tampa. I'm gonna hold out the hope for them. Yeah, I, we'll see what happens, but I do think the momentum's with the Red Sox, and it's hard to slow them down. 
I know you get me two Rodriguez today. They're not even going to last more than three or four innings either. Of them probably, probably only like three. But like, what a crazy situation! What do you think the key is for both teams going to the rest of the series? Uh, I think with the Red Sox, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, just keep playing great defense. Keep playing um, the uh, you know great the offense. Playing at an elite level, just and you know, try to contain a Rose arena. I think that's the big thing because you know how crazy he can get. He can get, you yeah. know, if you contain him in that lineup, the Rays are, Rays still got a very good lineup, but you know, if you, if you can, if you contain them and like the Red Sox have, it's over. I'm, I'm very, very uh, surprised that the Red Sox are actually playing as well as they are against the Rays. Cause I thought the Rays would come in here and really just handle their business. And the Red Sox have just really just shut them down in all that aspect. They're beating them at their own game. It's crazy, bro. They're bullpenning the Rays because the Stars have given them nothing. And the Red Sox nope. are bullpenning the Rays somehow. It's absolutely yeah, it's, incredible. Yeah, it's insane, man. It really is. It's, it's, it's crazy what's going on with them. It really is. I know. You can't even, like, make this stuff up. But Valdi actually puts pretty well. But other than that, they get, like, they didn't get out of second inning with Sale Rodriguez. I mean, the Rosarina still had a good series. He had the homer to steal, and he had a big hit yesterday. Walter Franco has been a stud. This guy's going to be the next big thing. He goes yard yesterday. I love watching him play. hate watching him play against the Yankees, but, man, he's going to be great. For me, they got to get Brandon Lau going. He's been a postseason dud. He has a terrible postseason career. He's got to wake up. Otherwise, Tampa Bay's done. He's got to do something. He needs to set the tone. Indeed, he does. He really does. He really has to. But they, he's got to be the guy to turn this around because if he doesn't tonight and the Red Sox get runs on the board early, it's over. It's as good as possible. Yeah, they can, I think the, the start's going to be key. Both bullpens are taxed, so you don't want to fall behind tonight. You need to you well, you need to set the tone early, hopefully build a lead, and then Cash could try to piece it together after McHugh. But if it snowballs on him, he's in a terrible spot because he doesn't have that many options out there. He emptied them out yesterday. Um, yes. Shane Baz is on two days rest. I don't know if he would go to him for an inning. Um, they have their game one starter who they could use if they wanted to, if they if McClanahan, but then they would jeopardize game five. But I know you got to play for today. Boston might have Chris Sale coming out of the bullpen too, but Tampa Bay might not mind that because Sale's a shell of himself. Yeah, no, yeah, it's they're gonna really they have to win tonight and start off early. They got to score runs early against the Red Sox. If not, it might be in for a long night. And the Rays might be uh, flying back home to Tampa and going to one of these nice golf courses we have down here. Oh, God, I really hope not. I obviously want to come to the World Series if they make it, but they got a long way to go. They're not looking great right now. No, they do not. Indeed, they do not. So we'll shift to the next American League Series. Astros and White Sox. That was a crazy situation yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. the series is something else. I still think that the the Astros, you know, pull it out and they're going to ALCS, and then it's going to be something to see what happens with that. Yeah, I agree, brother. There was like 18 runs yesterday. The situation when the ball hits Grandal when he's out of the baseline, no idea how he's not called out. So many crazy rules and quirks yesterday. Then Robert runs over the umpire. I mean, I, that was a wild sequence. And then Tampa. I mean, Houston had him beat. Too, and then they just gave it up. Dusty Baker pulled a guy mid at bat. Did you see that on 2 0? He pulls the starter and brings in a bullpen guy who serves up a three run bomb. 
and the guy doesn't pitch well against lefties, and he breaks him in to face a lefty hitter on a 2-0 count. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking on that. I think that was kind of uh, boneheaded, to be quite honest with you. That's something, you know, Dusty Baker usually is smart enough to not do that. It, just, it didn't work. It just didn't no, work. That was terrible. That was absolutely ridiculous. You had runners on, too, and Tony LaRusso has been making a bunch of head-scratching decisions, too, in the series. Both those guys, it's just like a battle of who can manage worse at this point. It's a battle of old heads, but maybe stuck in their ways and can't adapt to the new ways of the game. I don't know. But the 2-0 thing was the craziest thing ever. Like, I've never seen a guy pulled in that back. Actually, maybe, but, like, not in a situation like that. That was not smart. No, no, it was not, man. It was not smart at all. I don't understand it. But I agree. Astros will win. They're going to throw McCullough since they got rained out today, so that'll help them. They'll throw him tomorrow. I think they can maybe shut the door. But that blackout in Chicago was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was insane. That was something crazy to see. That's it. It's craziness. Yep, I know it was a lot more lit than when you were out there, that's for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah, it, it was. It's the playoffs, so definitely expect more than that. 100% because you've been out to the south side. Indeed, I have. Yes, I have. A while. It was a while ago, but I have been to the south side of Chicago with something else. Yep. And back then, things were a lot different. But I think so. We're gonna, Astros are going to have to play, play one of the teams we don't like either. But National League. So the Brewers, I'm not looking too smart right here with this pick because the Brewers are getting shut out in back to back games. Um, They have nothing on offense. The Braves pitching buckles them. They lose 3 nothing again today. I mean, the Braves are getting timely hitting. We talked about Jock Peterson before. Do you think the Brewers are done? Do you think they can get back into it? No. No, I think they I think they might be done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they are honestly. I, I, it's, not, it's not looking too promising. It's, uh, you know, the Braves, they're just coming on at the right time. They're, they're, pre, they're still a good team, too. I I just they're coming on on the right time and the Brewers you know everyone they they were underrated team to make it to the World Series they just uh, yeah it's crazy man it really is I I just can't believe it okay. yeah like how did the bats go that dead like they oh. scored two runs oh. in the series in three games yeah I don't under I don't understand yeah that's that's crazy man it really is and then now they they also waste the pitcher with a potentially start tomorrow mess like I don't know who the Braves are going to throw either but like either way the Brewers are in trouble and if I'm being honest I think they're probably done too I want to see them come back for obvious reasons but I don't I'm not counting on them Christian Yellow she got a few hits today but he's a shell of himself he back in the day he would be igniting the team with hitting homers and stuff stealing base. yeah no he's not really uh he's not himself and it's and the Brewers lineup is kind of suffering because of it and you know, back in the day, he would be hitting home runs, getting all these hits. They would be in a different position. But, yeah, he's not helping him out at all. We're going to see what happens, man. It's it's going to be crazy what the next round of the playoffs is going to be like, man. It's crazy. Yep, we're going to fight for the right to go to the World Series. Now, the last series we got to touch on, we got Dodgers and Giants. And this one has instant classic written all over it. Game one, you get a great performance from Webb. This guy was on the scrap heap a few years ago, and he dominates the Dodgers. He shuts them out, almost eight innings of work, and he absolutely carves them up, and they had no answer for him. Urias bounced back in game two, and he's been a great playoff pitcher. 
they sh- he shuts down the Giants and the Giant and the Dodgers get to Kevin Gosman. Now you get Max Scherzer versus Alex Wood in Game Three. So what do you think of this series? I think it's been crazy. I'll be honest with you. I thought the Giants would really uh, you, you know what? To my defense and my stupid, uh, to be honest with you, my stupidity. How could I? How could you bet against the Giants? I mean, I'm sorry, the Dodgers, because they're always in it. They always find a way. And this is something, man. It really is. I think that the Dodgers are just such a great balanced team. The Giants have uh, it's it's been up and down. This series is crazy. It's been the most fun to watch. I'll be honest. That and Red Sox Rays for sure. The other two don't really have the same value, like entertainment wise either. Really, those are the two what you're really looking at. Um, and they've been getting the night slots and everything. Like they definitely have the best ratings. So like, I think that you're gonna see a five game series in that one. I think the Gi- the Dodgers win tonight with Max, but I think the Giants bounce back the next day tomorrow, and then you'll see a game five. I I could agree with that, bro. I do. I think that's accurate. I think it's going to be that great down to five in the fifth game. That's going to be fun to watch. I know. I want, I want a game five so badly in one of the series. I think we'll get one, at least one or two, hopefully. Absolutely. And that's going to, I can't wait for that. That's going to, that's good. That's box office right there. A hundred percent, bro. Always. So what's your revised world series prediction based on everything you've seen? All right. You're going to hate what I say, but I'm going to tell you. All right, so I'm going with – I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going with Red Sox playing the Dodgers. Wow. That would be 2018 all over again. Yep. Wow. And I, Go ahead. What do you got? No, no, what do you got? I'll just do something different, uh, and it's not going to make people any more happy with me either, I don't think. I'm going to no. say – I'll say, I'll say, not. I'm, I can't do Astros. Wow. I just can't. Eh, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go that Tampa Bay still gets there, and I'm gonna say they face. I'll say Giants now because I think the Giants will find a way somehow. Although that game five of Bueller versus Webb again is gonna be tough for the Giants to win that game twice. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting tonight. The next few days is gonna be is going to give us a glimpse of the championship series. So let's see what happens. I was so close to saying Astros because like, but their pitching is not very good. So I don't think they're going to hold up. Yeah, no, it's kind of tough not to pick the Astros, but yeah, I agree. Their pitching has been pretty bad. 